Hello and welcome to 10 Minute Treadmill Stories. I'm Stacy. Hi, I'm Jonah. You can always reach us at stacyandjonah at gmail.com if you have a story you think we should know about. Stacy, today I want to tell you about Christine Jorgensen, the first American trans woman to enter the public eye after having sex reassignment surgery in the 50s. Oh my gosh. I did not know they did that surgery in the 50s. Right? Yeah. She was an instant celebrity, and she became a writer, an actress, a nightclub entertainer, a recording artist, as well as using her visibility to campaign for trans rights. And this is the story of Christine Jorgensen. Awesome. I'm assuming the J is soft, right? I mean, I would imagine so. I I don't actually know. When you said Christine Jorgensen, I imagined that she was Swedish. This story actually does involve Sweden in some way. Didn't you know? So... Christine was born in the Bronx in New York in 1926. She described her younger self as frail and introverted and someone who would always run away from a fight and would not want to participate in physical games. Probably not the best person to then join the army, but she did not have a choice and she was drafted to the U.S. Army when she was just 19 years old. After a brief stint in the armed services, uh, she was discharged and spent uh, some years in the late 40s going to a few different colleges. And during this time is when she learned about sex reassignment surgery that was happening over in Europe. So again, this was in the early 50s. So this concept was basically brand new to modern popular culture, at least. And it was so rare that it was not only just taking place in Europe, but only specifically in Sweden. Huh. She started taking estrogen for the hormone therapy here in the U.S., but then she traveled to Europe with the idea that she would get that surgery done in Sweden. However, on a stopover in Copenhagen, Denmark, she met a man named Christian Hamburger. What a name. (laughs) I feel like uh, they named a food after him. It couldn't couldn't see if there was a relation or not. This is in the 50s. I believe hamburgers were around by then. But if your name is Christian Hamburger, you're going to have an interesting life. Yeah. (laughs) He was an endocrinologist and a specialist in hormone therapy, and they struck up a friendship. And their bond, in fact, was so strong that not only did she end up staying in Denmark instead of going to Sweden, but she had hormone replacement therapy under his care. And then later said she chose to change her name to Christine to honor him, Christian. Oh, that's nice. Otherwise, her name would be Hamburger Jorgensen. Yes. Oh, Hamburger is not the most uh, attractive nor effeminate name, so I I understand why she went with Christine. They'd have to call her Patty for short. Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) That's your only one. We don't have to call it. Was that too cheesy? (laughs) God. Now, here's the thing. I want to continue with the story, but you put me in a real pickle here. So I'm, not... I'm sorry. Let's catch up back to where you were. <laughs> All right. Let's Sesame see if I can find where I was. Let us, I... indeed. She... You're just going on, onion, onion. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm done, I swear. Like, well, medium done. Maybe well done. <laughs> I didn't even mean it. What the? Okay, I'm, I'm yeah. done. For real. <laughs> All right, or else 
Amanda's going to grill me as to why I took so long <laughs> recording this episode. <laughs> Quickly so now. Amazing. Okay. Okay. Go, go. She, she received special permission from Danish officials to receive her first surgery there instead, where she did receive it in 1951. And the effects were immediate. Physical, of course, she did undergo surgery, but in a letter she sent back home to loved ones shortly after the surgery, she said, and I'm quoting, as you can see by the enclosed photos taken just before the operation, I have already changed a great deal, but it is the other changes that are so much more important. Remember the shy, miserable person who left America? Well, that person is no more. And as you can see, I'm in marvelous spirits. Oh, that's wonderful. The next year, in 1952, she underwent another surgery in Denmark before returning home to the United States for her final procedure. And the American doctor who performed that thanked Jorgensen for helping him with his advancements in the field, saying that his studies, his grants, publications would not be possible without her. So mm. before she even started campaigning for social rights and civil rights, she was helping advance the medical side of this whole procedure. Now, before she returned to America, she was already famous because on December 1st, 1952, the Daily News ran a front page story saying, quote, XGI becomes blonde beauty. And they also errantly stated that she was the first person to undergo a sex change. In fact, if you were impressed by the 1950s, Stacey, this will blow your mind because it did mine. The first known people to have sex reassignment surgery was actually in the early 30s, 1930 and 1931 in Germany. Wow. But Jorgensen was the first person to gain public notoriety, and thus this story is about her. She didn't necessarily gain that notoriety on purpose. She originally said that after her surgery, she wanted to live a quiet life, but the front page news in the 50s can definitely do something to a person's public stature. And when she returned to the States in 1953, reporters were waiting. They swarmed and met her as she debarked the plane. And reports also are that she shared that plane ride with the Danish royal family. However, oh. the Danish royal family was largely ignored in favor of the coverage of Jorgensen. Wow. It's so interesting that, like, th these stories make me realize how... Nothing has really changed. It's just on, we just see more of it because of social media and, you know, global news and that sort of thing. Like, it's, it's just the same as it was in the 50s. It's really fascinating. And this is an excellent story to point people to if they pull out that right. Well, where were transgender people six decades ago? Right, exactly. Right here. Right here. Like I mentioned, she was looking for a, a quiet life when she returned. To the states but she couldn't find employment like regular employment people wouldn't hire her but also because of her success other opportunities were knocking so what followed was a successful run performing at nightclubs she had a whole act she also acted on tv on stage and radio and she became a writer submitting to magazines but also writing an autobiography that sold almost a half million copies wow she was also a staunch advocate for trans people, and she traveled all around the country giving lecture after lecture, educating people, dispelling rumors and stereotypes about who trans people are. 
and helping and starting to turn the tide in public perception over what this whole thing is and who these people are. That's not to say that her life wasn't extremely hard after the surgery. The press eventually started to turn negative and salacious. A lot of magazines then only would contact her to see if she would pose nude in a magazine, that kind of leery exhibition, weird voyeurism type thing. But she was also engaged to be married. But not only did her fiance lose his job when their engagement became public, but they were also denied a marriage certificate because Jorgensen's birth certificate listed her as male. And don't mm. forget, back in the 50s, this is decades before any type of marriage reform as well. Right. But she continued with her public career and wrote more books and appeared in different shows across the country, as well as lecturing across the country for decades to come. And Christine Jorgensen died from cancer at the young age of 62, but left behind a lasting legacy. She campaigned for years for trans rights. She inspired other trans people to fight for the right to change not only their names, but their gender on their birth certificates and is quoted saying, quote, the sexual revolution was going to start with or without me. We may not have started it, but we gave it a swift kick in the pants. In 2014, she was posthumously inducted into the Rainbow Honor Walk, which is a walk of fame in San Francisco. And she was also one of the 50 inaugural members of the National LGBTQT Wall of Honor. And that is the story of Christine Jorgensen. Wow, that's really cool. Thanks for sharing. 